Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. You are hearing the fourth attempt at this intro because uh, every time I do this intro... I fuck it up, and I fuck it up so much that I don't even want Jamie, the editor, to hear it. So here we are. I mean, my enthusiasm for this is completely gone. Anyway, this episode is a great episode because it features Jamali Maddox, uh, the comedian. I'm hoping you'll have seen him live. If you haven't seen him live, I recommend you do. He's wicked. He's not been around that long, but he's just, uh, well, he's going to be a megastar. Um, he also, and this is how you're more likely to know him, no disrespect to him, he's a great comic, but this show went massive. He did a show called Hate Thy Neighbour, which is on Viceland. He basically goes to the States and um, confronts racist, different racist groups. Uh, and it's a great show, so I'd suggest you check that out as well. Um, it's a great episode. Jamali's a massive hip-hop head. He talks about how he got into it. Well, listen, I'm explaining to you what happens in the podcast. You can listen to it and find out what happens very, very shortly. Um, what I would say as a warning to you is we did record this straight after the Sarah Pasco episode so I'm still drunk okay so you're just going to have to fucking deal with that uh, so that's it oh also another thing is uh, some people have been sending me recommendations and shit and opinions and stuff and they've all been doing it through Instagram and Twitter and stuff and I just don't see most of them I see some of them and then I reply to some of them and then I think well I haven't seen all of them so people just must think I'm a fucking arsehole so I thought I must set up another way for you to contact me that I can ignore and that is this if you've got an opinion or a recommendation or something I've said that you don't like or something I said that you do like can you please email me at romesh88 at hotmail.com that's romesh88 at hotmail.com I might not see it and I might not reply and I might not even give you a shout on the podcast. Please do not think that suddenly means that I hate you and you need to start telling your mates that I'm a cunt. All right? It just means that I haven't seen it or I haven't had time to reply. But it'd be nice to you know, open up a discussion, wouldn't it? For me, to, for me, the host of the show, to actually interact with you people. Do you know what I mean? Regular people. I, Ramesh, I'm so down to earth, I'm willing to interact directly with you. Unbelievable. Uh, my recommendation... Oh, what have I got? Oh, my God. I've got to talk about Kanye West, man. What the fuck is that dude doing? Do you know what he's been doing? If you don't, here's the basic bullet points. Um, he's a Trump supporter. Fine. I've got no issue with that. Well, I mean, I do have an issue with that person, but I've got no issue with him expressing those views because if you're a Trump supporter, you're a Trump supporter. He then did this track with him and T.I., and T.I. basically levelled all the accusations that people have been making at Kanye about the fact that he's a Trump supporter. Listen, it's not an amazing song. I posted up about it saying it's a banger. It's not a banger like if you heard that Kanye had been working on this song for fucking years and you came out with this, you'd go, okay, mate, he's not great. It's the fact, the immediacy of it. He came out talking about Trump and then like two days later he comes out with this track. It's like, that is, I don't know, whatever you think about Kanye, that is an, imp not imp it's not even impressive. It's just cool. It's just like artistry, isn't it? Anyway, he shat all over that by doing another track called, I think it's called Lift Me Up. I think this might have come out before the Yay versus the People track about Trump, where 
It's just an instrumental track, and then he comes on at the end and goes, scoopity boop boop. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. But even that is artistic genius compared to what he then did in his interviews. He did an interview with Charlemagne. Um, he did an interview on TMZ where he said, slavery is a choice. And it's all blown up. Now, this is really kicked off. Uh, I'd be interested in your take on it. Uh, not all of you. You'll know if you have an interesting take on it. If you don't have an interesting take on it, please don't contact me. But this is my take on it. I'm not qualified to talk about the mentality of black people with regards to slavery. What I can tell you is this. Kanye has qualified what he said. He said slavery was a choice, and he's since gone on to say that he was talking about the mental state of black people meant that they continued to choose a slavery mentality, is what his argument was. Now, whether that's true or not, is for people far more qualified and educated than me to discuss and arguably far more qualified and educated than Kanye West. What I would say is, if that's what he meant, then fucking say it on TMZ, mate. That's a dangerous and and, and deliberately provocative thing to say and you're not qualifying it. So you can't suddenly get pissed off when people people start challenging you on it. He's going, of course I didn't mean that. We didn't fucking know that, dude. You look insane. You, You support Trump. So how can it possibly be that we know that you are are expressing all the nuances of the struggle of slavery when you talk about it on TMZ? Anyway, you got called out about it. I'm going to talk about it in further depth. This is the intro and it's in six and a half minutes now and we haven't even got into the fucking podcast. Uh, Recommendations. Uh, Slum Village have got an album out of demos and remixes called The Lost Scrolls Volume 2. It's not a finished album, but it's worth checking out. Also, I've been listening to Tech Nine Planet, which is an acquired taste. Half the people I've recommended to love it, half the people I've recommended to so I can't get into this, Ramesh. And now I don't want to hear any of your recommendations going forward. So what I'm saying is it's divisive, but check it out. I liked it. Uh, what I haven't been listening to much is J. Cole. I tried to convince myself that I liked it when it first came out. And I've got to be honest with you, I don't think it's great. If you disagree with me, email me or tweet me or whatever. We can have a chat about it. And I will talk about it in further depth in the future. But as far as I'm concerned, it's disappointing. It feels uh, like a big admission to say that, but there you go. Uh, Okay, enjoy this episode of Hip Hop Saved My Life. Uh, Thank you very much. Sorry this intro was so bad. This was attempt four. Fuck me. Bye-bye. This is the Hip Hop Saved My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back, because it's time for the podcast. Hello, and welcome to uh, Hip Hop Saved My Life. I'm once again joined by Ben Green. How are you, Ben? Very good. How are you? Good. We can't really do any sort of how are you, proper how are you, Ben. Why not? Because it's a double record and we've just done that. Some of us come prepared. Have you got another story? Not a story. Go on. What is it then? Well, no, just before I came here, your mum's been texting me. That's not true, because you know we're meeting up tomorrow. You, you fuck, your next words better be very carefully chosen, my friend. Now go on, my <laughs> um, So no, we're supposed to be doing this ADR tomorrow, right? The voiceover, not the what, sound. Can I, can I just ask what's been going on with you two? What do you mean? Well, is there some... She, I just went, how are you? Like, you can have a look at it. I just went, what's going on? Oh, like, are you looking forward no, to no, tomorrow? No, let's just explain the context. So, basically, we've got my mum... And my and my wife and my children have got to do some sound recording for this show that Ben and I've been working on, and Ben's organised it for it to happen tomorrow. Correct. Right. Carry on. And I just said, "Are you all good for tomorrow?" Right. Looking forward to seeing everyone. Um, and she's always very nice. She sent me a few nice messages, and she went, "Does she call you Jungle Man?" No. 
she put this is what it, the fuck is going ha, on I went how's everything going with Roma she went yes this is only oh, you can read it yes Jungle Man doesn't keep his fungus in good condition and I don't see the fellow still wearing his trousers under his belly just like the father he says lots of white lies lots of are you serious <laughs> give me the fucking no. phone <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Yeah. Why would she call me Jungle Man? I don't know. It's such a fucking insane thing for you to doorstep me on the podcast with. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Mum, if you're listening, explain yourself. Um, I thought she was going to have a go about me not knowing the time, not telling her the time. But she did. She did say that. that yeah, was but earlier. I said to her, you text her about it. So I said to her, she goes, Ben's basically Jamali. Okay. Yeah. So Ben. So to, by the way, we're joined by. We're going to uh, be wanting to jump in on this. It sounded yeah. mad cryptic. Like I was like, is she trying to send a secret message? And be like, <laughs> come save me. So she's like, the jungle man. Like you're just there, like, who's the jungle man? Yo, that sounded terrifying. Like, I was like, what happened to Ramesh's mum? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Someone save her. Um, okay. Well, look. Well, I'll have to find out what's going. But that is a great slam as well when he goes, your mum texts me. And it's like, he, he actually does know your mum. That's I like know. a beautiful slam. It was like, yeah. Oh, man. I'm talking about mum slams, but yeah. This is the bit where we introduce our guest. Listen, we are joined by uh, one of the most exciting... Are you still new? You're not, are you new? I still, I, I, still, I still try to play up to that. Yeah, I love that. Mate, I, I want to be called up and comer for yeah. as long as fucking I just, possible. When people ask me how long I've been going, I always say two years and it really annoys people. <laughs> and they go, like, how you been going? About two years. They go, you haven't been fucking going for two years. I go, two years. <laughs> so I've constantly been two years forever. Uh, so we are joined by Jamali Maddox. How you doing, Jamali? I'm good, fam. How you doing? Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming on, man. We just had Karen from Audio Boom referred to you as Jamali. Yeah. Have you had that pronunciation of the name uh, before? Oh, I've had, I have, I've had that one. I've had Jamali. I had a dude in Amsterdam come up to me and call me Jamanji. Right, nice. <laughs> and it's Jumanji. Yeah. <laughs> Freak me out. Uh, yeah, but mostly, uh, yeah, Jamali or like sort of people just say call me Jamal. Yeah. Jamal, yeah. yeah I get Jamal you get a lot. A lot. Uh, yeah. uh, the other thing uh, I wanted to ask you about is um, today I was looking on Twitter and I saw a video of you on Fubar Radio. Yeah. And you were describing being mistaken for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what Constantly. exactly? Does this happen a lot? A lot. It happens more than often. Right. Like if someone will come up to me on the street and they'll tell me shows like you've been in that right. I haven't been in. Yeah. And they'll start congratulating me saying like it's really good you're showing your Sri Lankan culture. And I'm like, I, I wasn't me. <laughs> and they go, I say that's another guy, Romesh, he's a good guy. And I was yeah. he's a good guy, it's a really yeah. fun show, I know. Thank you, Jamal. And then but they get like and but the one what happened was in it was in a latitude one year and some guy comes up to me and goes, Man, I loved you on that apprentice extra and I was like, That weren't me, bro, that was uh, that was uh, Romesh and he goes, No, it was you and I go, bro, it weren't me, fam. Like, I didn't get that check. And he was like, yeah. it was you. And he was really angry, really pressing the out that it was me. And I was like, nah, that's, that's, that's rummage, bro. Was there part of you that just thought, oh, I'm just going to fucking say it was me? No, but if it happens again, I'm just going to yeah. live your life now, bro. Well, if you want to feel better about it, it happens to me as well. <laughs> and you've got like, so you, so Jamali hosts a show called uh, Hate Thy Neighbour on Viceland. And that has given you a following in America, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's like a bigger following in here. Yeah, yeah, so we were we were in the States and Ben and I did a thing where are we allowed to describe what I was doing? I don't know, don't want you to say. The box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I drove around Hollywood in a glass box like the Pope and like was trying to promote my show mm. and people just shout and hate thy neighbour at me. <laughs> and I and I and I was sort of thinking, well, it's a weird sort of dichotomy here because you're shouting about a show that exposes racism 
while mistaking one man of colour yeah, for another yeah, one. Yeah, 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 it's sort yeah, of fucking yeah, undermining. Irony. And this is, I don't know what they thought that I've made that show now making this show. <laughs> like, it's like, what is Jamali up to? Yeah. What is what is going on? What, what gigs he doing? Who's he filming with now? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> he has to ride around in a Pope car. He still wants to be seen, <laughs> but he has to be protected. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Is, that's mad. Yeah, I, that's, that's, that's really weird, man, that people come up to it. But I just don't, I don't, is it because we got both got glasses and a beard? Because you're like a few shades darker than me. Yeah. So I, your I, beard's a different shade. Yeah, so different shade. I mean, we're different people. Yes. I mean, I, I, we don't look anything alike. Not really, no. But I think Maybe in it, a silhouette. But I think what it is, is people go, people see, people go, that person, mm. I remember who that person is because glasses, beard, brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you trigger those three things. Yeah. And for, and I and I as I they've do. seen you on a thing and yeah. then they see me on the thing and then and they, they go getting, they, they go it. so that guy's a comedian he's brown mm. he's got glasses in the beard yeah. must be Romesh it's yeah, sort of like yeah, yeah. a poorly programmed so Terminator I, yeah I get that yeah. I get I get that comedy clubs as well use the comedy that was a great set and I love your your agent provocateur shows so. yeah I mean yeah it, 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 well you it, better make sure that you're doing good sets mate yeah imagine that what I do is I always I always tank when I tank I say thank you I've been Romesh I make sure to plug all your shit and I go I've been Romesh Raga Nathan you've been great I start giving shout outs to my babies <laughs> I start shouting at your kids and your wife <laughs> I want to be here about my kids and my wife man. well they'll know it's not me because I'll never say that <laughs> anyway it's good to have you on man thank yeah thanks for so me brother so you're, you're a big hip hop fan in fact well, thanks to your show, mm. you've been doing interviews. Like you, did you were you interviewed by Sway recently? Yeah, as in the Sway, the Sway, Sway in the morning, and I was mad because how did that come about? <laughs> Just press tour. I was doing a press tour for my show, right? And they were booking me some shows, and then like, and so like, and I, I'll be honest with you, I hate doing, I hate doing press shit. And then they emailed me through the press I was doing, and it said Sway Calloway, and I was like. You talking about sway in the morning, sway? And yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, brushed it off, and I was like, you don't understand. That's sway. <laughs> and I got there, and sway had been like, hey, Jamali, what's up? And he started speaking to me, and I just started like freaking out. Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking yeah. the sway. Yeah. And I sat down in the room, and I was just like, like, just like, and I had to say to him at the end, I said to him, I, during the interview, I'm just geeking out. I said to him, bro, like, you hosted Supernatural and Juice Battle in the yeah, 90s. Yeah. And he looked at me like, how the hell do you know that shit? Like, it was, he was, he was like freaked out that I even knew that. Yeah. yeah. I said to him, I've been listening to this dude since I was like 14, man. Yeah. And I was sitting in the chair where everyone does the freestyles, like the yeah, five yeah. fingers of death. Yeah. I'm sitting in the chair and I was just like, and he's, and the thing is, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. And he, and it's mad, it's mad when people you highly respect kind of know who you are in terms of what the work you've done do you know what I'm saying and that's a weird feeling it's not happened for me but yeah, yeah. It, how did it feel it just, it's, it's surreal yeah it's surreal that you don't because I mean you just you just live your life do you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, you just live your life. But then when it gets to that, you kind of, it does make you go, wow, that's crazy. So had Sway watched the show? Yeah, Sway watched the show, man. He'd watched Asian yeah, Provocateur. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before, I, before he booked Romesh, he was off like Sri Lanka. And I just wanted to be with Sway. So I was just like, yeah, man, Sri Lanka was dope still. Shout out to my wife and baby. Shout out to my wife and baby. But, uh, yeah, no, man, it was, it was freaky, though. It was, like, real surreal. Because, like, it, you know, just in terms of, like, having heard and watched so many interviews to then be on the show yeah. you kind of go outside of yourself it's well because what I would say is 
you're sort of you're you're very cool in terms of you seem like nothing would really phase you, and I think that's one of the reasons that you you've done so well in stand up in such a relatively short time. Mm. You look like you've done it for a lot longer than you have, and so were you visibly nervous talking to Sway, or were you like? No, I kind of like I, I, when I first saw him. Mm. And he was talking to me outside, like he made a joke, and I just totally didn't get the joke. I was right. just going like, that's fucking Sway Calloway, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a geek for that stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's, that's Sway, bro. And then when I went inside, and you kind of, you know, he's asking you questions, and you just got, you got to work. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's, the same, yeah. it's the same way, like, when I do a show with a comic I've respected, you kind of, you, you know, it's, it's great, but you got yeah. to go work. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I can't just be there. I can't just be geeking out the whole time. But uh, I did keep on, like, mentioning, like, I remember when you, you did that thing on the, uh, remember the juice battle? And it was like, so I, I looked like a nerd. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I wasn't, it wasn't too phasing. Like, I still done my job. You, you know? do feel like in those situations that you want to mention the thing that you think nobody else mentions yeah. to you. Do you know what I mean? So that they go, oh, oh 100%, dude, you're one of them dude, guys. Like, you don't think I didn't wear a Wu-Tang hat on purpose. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't think I didn't wear a Wu-Tang hat on purpose. Like, out of respect. Do you know what I'm saying? I went to the show with Sway. Listen, I'm about the 90s. I ain't about no mumble rap, Sway. Do you know what I'm saying? If you need me to drop some bars, I can try something. Do you know what, yeah. what I'm saying? I'd get, weed up the beat, you know? But like, uh, yeah, no, I was, yeah. It was like, it was, it was phasing, like it was like surreal. You know, I just but... imagine, I mean, like for you, that was surreal. I always think, like, you know, you mentioned the five fingers of death. Yeah. Can you imagine? The five, you know, for those yeah. of you that don't know, five fingers of death is where it's a progressively more challenging yeah. beat. And they put on like beats with different BPMs yeah, yeah. and stuff, yeah. Uh, can you imagine as a rapper, like when that's about to, when they're about to get ready for the shitty. five fingers you know, of death? Do you know the really thing that always, whenever I listen to a five fingers of death, is yeah. if you ever hear the intro, there's other rappers going like, I can't rap on this. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy who they use the voice of. But they go, I can't rap on this. Yo, this shit too hard. So you don't want to be that guy. Have you, ever, have you ever like YouTube? Because I spent hours of night like listening yeah. to like the greatest ones. And, and But the best thing ever was when I discovered the shittest. Like mm, there is YouTube yeah. like compilations of some of the worst ones there. Mm. And they are fucking dreadful. I mean, Kanye was in it. Uh, but, but I, there was, there, I forgot what the guy's called. I think I sent it to you. Yeah, but there's one where, where there's one guy. Oh, it's just you just sit there going, you just want to die. The, the, the like, worst thing there. is, like, there's a couple where like it goes one of the worst, uh, yeah. one of the worst five fingers of death. I mean, like, but there's one guy who I can't remember who appears in every one of those. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. he's like everyone's go-to. <laughs> Sway, but Sway's yeah. being encouraging. It's just so awful. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man, give it another go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. Why do Sway? Why see Sway do sometimes in the video? You can see him. He's sort of saying like, "Look, don't pick a harder beat." Do you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see that because he. Because he, the thing about him is he's not trying. Because some of those um, shows, you can tell they're trying to get a viral clip. Yeah. And yeah. they're trying to fuck you up. Yeah. Like they'll he's ask not, you a no, question and they're trying to. Yeah. But he he's not actually. He's actually he genuinely not yeah. trying to mess you around so yeah, I, that's yeah. why that's one thing I do respect about what he does that Kanye interview though was one of the most mesmerising you don't interviews. know Sway yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sway it's so mad isn't it? yeah, I know that yeah. when, I, when I post a f- video when I post a photo of me and Sway how many comments were just like how how, how would you know yeah. Sway that <laughs> all the comments were just that it's really mad though because like with that Kanye thing like I know that interview was sort of terrible mm. but I sort of respected Kanye like I sort of do you know you're so used to hearing interviews mm. where people do the that it's already been previously agreed what yeah. the, the four things they're going to talk about on the thing and then they do that just like he just does it you know but you know I, I respect that's his I respect his honesty and that's his opinion I think he went about it wrong yeah 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 and the yeah. thing is like you know if you're a hip hop dude like you don't talk shit about Rakim 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't. You just, you can, but you don't. You know what I'm saying? There's a certain dudes where you just go, yeah, you're that. Yeah, yeah. So you know you got to give them that pass. Yeah. And I think he came across bad in it. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, I think even like, with, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm too, like, I really know. Sway. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah what was Sway's take on Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, you know but, uh, you know, I, th- I think he took it within humor. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's. Well, I mean, he didn't react to anything no. that Kanye. No, I mean, no, no. I mean, he dealt with it incredibly. Yeah, he yeah. did. He, 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 he looked the best in that. In, yeah. You know what I mean, you know. And he had some good points, in the, but then Kanye, I understand Kanye's position on that yeah, yeah. in terms of sort of that, that, that sort of, he's a hip-hop dude, but he's trying to break into this fashion world, but in the fashion world, they're sort of pushing him out because, you know, you know, cause I, there is that still thing of how they see rappers. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't that long ago where Ralph Lauren and, and Tommy Hilfiger were like, we don't want black people oh, wearing no. our clothes. What are you talking about? And, yeah. then, and if anything, it's those things that make their clothes popular. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And there is that, there is that thing of how they see rappers or how they see black people in general, if we're yeah. being honest about it. And, and how they don't want they want all of uh, they want our uh, coolness and they want us you know but then they don't want us associated with the brand and that's, yeah and that's well, it's interesting isn't it because like, you look at that stuff like I remember I, I, it was it was I think Method Man in the the you know the Trinity with Mary J Blige you mm. all I know that video I wanted to buy the, the jacket he was like and everybody I knew was trying to get a, that jacket or a version of that jacket and you sort of think I don't understand it's so offensive that they would take a label that is actually quite stuffy and kind of for like really old white guys and they would make it fucking cool. They've taken your label without you having to pay them and they've made it fucking cool. And because of your distaste for black people and the culture. And you go, no. Yeah, it's, it's mad. mad. It's like they're, they're, they're willing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burberry was worse. They yeah. just abandoned that print. That was yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were willing they... to slice their nose off despite yeah. their face. Yeah, that. yeah. And you, go, you just go like, they, like you said, they richly revamped yeah. your whole clothing. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying though? Like yeah, they yeah. literally made you relevant for another 10 years. Yeah, exactly. And then you're just like, mm, no, we don't want the Negroes wearing it. And you go, <laughs> what? Well, it's, uh, it's an ongoing problem for hip hop to be sort of properly respected. Here's a little bit that you like to call, how did you get into hip hop? How did you get into it? Uh, well, uh, do you know, I had many apps because the thing is, like, uh, uh, I remember when I was young, young, because actually, I, when I was young, young, I remember my, my, basically uh, me and my sister, uh, older sister, she's like uh, two years older than me, one year and a half older than me. And she, what, what, what my grandma used to do, because my grandma used to look after us, is we would both get, uh, we'd both get an hour each of the telly. So we'd go an hour, 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 right? So I'd get two programs of some cartoons and my sister would watch music videos. And was there any and overlap be, with you? Did, did you watch each, did you watch each other's shit then? We have to, because right. there's only one TV in the house, okay. isn't it? But, she would watch music videos and an hour's worth of fucking music videos seems forever. Yeah. And it used to brutalize me. Like I used to hate <laughs> it. It was just, I found it so annoying because yeah. it would be all these, sh- like just, like just, just, just an hour of yeah. just, you know, three minute clips. And so I didn't like music and I saw this Buster Rhymes video and it was the one where it's in the big house and it's, um, uh, uh, um, uh, and I remember watching that video and being interested, but then not having that negative feeling. Yeah. But I remember it was basically, I was in the car with my dad and he had an Astra, no tax, <laughs> yeah, no road tax, because we riding dirty out here. And uh, and he was playing um, Nas with P Diddy, Puff Daddy at the time, you're going to hate me now. Right. And I just remember him play, cranking that up and my dad just looking at me. I didn't even know what hater was. And my dad be like, there's some haters out there, son. Do you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know what haters were. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And he was just like, you're going to hate me now. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and I won't stop. Nah. And, it just, and it was just like, yo, what the what the fuck is this music? Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and I just, and it was just, and it, they were swearing. They were talking yeah. about money and pussy. And I was just like, yo, this is blowing my mind, bro. Don't hate me. 
hate the money I see, clothes that I buy, ice that I wear, flows that I try, close your eyes, picture me rolling, sixes, money falling, bitches, honeys that swollen, the richest, knives get in ya, most critically acclaimed, Pulitzer, prize winner, best storyteller, thug narrator, my style's greater, model data, big threat to a lot of you haters, commentators, ringside try, watching my paper, almost a decade. And then that, and then... Yeah, no, 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 my dad, my dad, my dad's a, my dad was rolling dirty for a long time, but, um, uh, but he's legit now. I mean, barely. But um, <laughs> trust my dad, you know, he, he, one thing, you know, he doesn't like haters. And he doesn't, no, he doesn't no, like road tax. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's two bugbears. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember the first visual thing I got at hip hop because I think hip hop was very visual as well. Is when I saw the Triumph video right. of Wu Tang, yeah. and it was the first line of uh, um, um, Inspector Deck, and he's like, "I ram atomically Socrates hypotheses and uh, while dropping these mockeries, literally performing armed robbery." Flee with the lottery, possibly they spotted me. Battle scarred, showgun, explosion when my pen hits, tremendous. Ultraviolet shine, blind forensics. I inspect you through the future, see millennium. Killer bees sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Shackling the matches with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays. The steel like blacksmiths, black Wu jackets, queen bees, ease the guns in, bumping with patrolmen, tear gas, lace the function. And then Method Man came in and he's turning into bees and shit. Yeah, and I remember just watching that guy. <laughs> what the fuck? It, I'm saying it just blew my mind after that. And you know, all, I'm, all I wanted was ski goggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was begging my mum for ski goggles. Yeah. And, that, and then, then that just changed. I started wearing velour tracksuits, I started wearing fat farm. Yeah. And I was a fat kid too. I was like 17 stone. And I was just wearing these big velour track suits and I had Timberlands and that. And it just, it, from it's there. Amazing, it's amazing, isn't it? And, 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 the, and the, the thing is, is that, that um, you don't stay wearing that shit, no. but you do stay wearing elements of that. Like, I yeah. think if you're into hip hop, you have kind of yeah. that kind of slight thing in you. Like, you're wearing trainers. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, do, you do, I do. That's the weakest example of. I'm well, wearing... I tell you what. Ha- I tell you what happened is I looked at Jamal and I thought he looks quite hip. Yeah, I know. And I thought I'm wearing a, and I just looked at, and I thought, how can I include this fucking idiot that's abandoned the whole fucking culture? <laughs> <laughs> no, but even you know, I'm joking. No, but but yeah. it's 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 harder. I think it is like you always feel like a bit of a fraud. I think being like like white middle class. If I was sat here dressed like you, even with a you know a cap like that. I think it wouldn't work, would it? I couldn't wear that. No, but that's not because you're white and middle class. Because you're Ben Green. Yeah, that's Do you know what I mean? That, that's yeah, a, that's you got a. There are white middle class. There are white middle class. They wouldn't even sell you the hat if you went in the shop. They go there. They go nah. They got they got your photo behind the car like you shoplift. I remember going on a hunt for like Arex jeans and like really wanting them. And I remember finding them. I remember finding this like place in Kilburn. I put them on and I remember going out and just like four people on the street just laughed at me. Like, I remember just walking oh. out there and seeing laugh, and I went, oh literally turned God. around, oh, went back man. into my that's... house, I thought, changed into uh, corduroys. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, really, that's really a sad that's story. That's really sad. Yeah, but yeah, they, we went the Averix. I remember when I first went to Averix and I saw, um, it's moving more into grime, because yeah, yeah. I grew up with grime, I'm from East London. Right, so right. I was all going around the workshops and all that time yeah, when yeah. grime was first coming out. And it was more fire crew, yeah. right. and they were wearing leather Averex jackets. Yeah, I would have killed a dude for a leather Averex <laughs> jacket, but it was one with the eight ball on it, yeah. and it just looked like they had they had R six motorbikes. Yeah. I remember figure that was the baddest thing ever. I remember <laughs> in my in my ends, it was all the drug dealers would have the Averex. Right, right, right. Was it the ones Ben making, Green? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ben Green. Yeah, yeah. but the only ones making money, <laughs> and it was like that, and it was Iceberg, and it was Lot Twenty Nine, and you know, so it was sort of coming off the era of sort of um, of you know m- what my dad was wearing was with Moschino, where yeah. he used to have the 
shave si- yeah, and you had the shave size with the dreads on top and chick. Yeah, yeah. from jungle and garage and those days there, you know. So you have the dreadlocks on the top with the gold teeth and that, and Valentinos and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad was rocking. But uh, yeah, so I remember Averex and all that. And I yeah. had a Moschino like the like body warmer thing. With the price tag, did you keep the label on? No, I didn't keep the label on. But uh, I tell you what happened is, I think I got pranked on that because I was really proud of it. I had Moschino across the back because Moschino didn't do label inside. That shit was like fucking. They're one step below putting a speaker on that says Moschino. You walk, yeah. but like, but like, I remember wearing it and then somebody dashed a cigarette on the back of it wow. and fucking put a big hole in it. Bob, is he not going back to Nas? There's some haters out here. I know, man. They saw you that Moschino. They're like, Nah, Romish is living. You got, you got to shut this shit down. Romish is living out here, bro. Wearing Moschino, bro. You know them one there. Um, it's funny you talk about Triumph because I inspected it. That line you quoted is incredible. It's probably one of the best verses. Yeah. Yes, and I would argue that is the closest thing that Wu-Tang have done to the opening scene of Up because the rest of that track just doesn't match up to Inspector Dex's uh, opening. I, I, I think Method's pretty dope on that. The Iron, is, well, the, I, the, the, I'm going to flush the world of the pestilence, the hard-headed, the hard-headed never learn, and all that shit. And we go to Iron Lung and go tell you where it's yeah, coming from. Yeah, that's true, but I just think Inspector Dex just fucking... I mean, it, it, I mean Inspector Dex's verse is, is regarded as one of the best hip-hop verses yeah. in ever, you know. That, that verse is... Is perfect. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I saw a tweet you were, you were described as a Wu-Tang stan. Yeah, yeah, yeah Are yeah. you like a massive yeah, I'm a Wu-Tang Wu head? Yeah, I'm a Wu-Tang. How come? What, tell me your um, story. Honestly, like, because I was into Kung Fu movies, I'm into comic books. Right. And it's always, and it was, and this was like when that shit was real nerdy. And uh, then to hear rappers sort of cool as hell. Yeah. And into that stuff. Yeah. Before it was cool. And and just the, the sort of the intricacy of sort of like, like saying like I like Kung Fu films. And the samples, just those samples of them old kung fu films, just like I, I, I just, I, I just think that uh, uh, they sort of represented uh, sort of this sort of like sort of mix between. There was a, okay, there was an era when it was always Jet Li and DMX did films together. And yeah. Sort of the moment they tried to mix hip hop with yes. karate and yeah. martial art films, yeah. and it was sort of like that, but rap. Yeah, yeah. And I just find it like 
every member has a place. Do you know what I'm saying? There's not there's not the weak link in that crew. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold I, I, I'm, hold willing, on. I'm willing to debate it. I'm willing hold to on. debate it. Okay. Tell me your tell me your top who are your top Wu members? Okay, uh I'm gonna put it's when I say ODB, he he for me transcends Wu Tang. He right. for me transcends the list. Okay. Because I think ODB is an icon in my right. mind. Like I, because what? What do you think makes him um, iconic? I think he was one of the most honest dudes there was. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And like, and it was true honesty to the point it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying though? It was yeah, it's true a very good, honesty. That's a very good shout. But that he didn't very... care. Yeah. And because I think, you know, especially as comedians, I think you can relate to this. We all have this type of thing where we're sort of like, we still got this old punk in us where we're like, man, we're going against the system. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, if there's if there's advert with some big money coming, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. But it wasn't that, you know, he yeah. was just so him. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And he didn't, he would he would walk around the streets barefoot. Yeah. And didn't give a fuck. Yeah, and no yeah. one fucked with him. Yeah, Because yeah. it's SODB, you leave him to it. And he, I remember there's that one video where he, he drives in a limousine to go get his food stamps. Yeah. And stuff like that. And he when he barged on the stage yeah. and took the award. Who did he, was it Biggie he took the award off? He took a award off P. Diddy. Yeah, yeah. He took the award off him and he goes, listen, man, like big up these guys, but Wu-Tang for the children. <laughs> and it's just because he wanted everyone to see his outfit. Yeah, yeah. Because he had a big white suit on and that. And uh, so he transcends the list. Sorry, the, but so also, I, I, the, I the, really... the, the thing that I think is a, a really big sign mm. of him being honest almost to a fault is on um, the dirty version. Mm. He does that thing where he does that thing with his. You know, we go. Uh, yeah. I mean, does that for fucking ages? <laughs> who, who puts that on a record? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think towards the end he was in a bad way. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, he didn't die a healthy man, sadly. You know, but um, so he transcends that. So my favorite members would have to be. Um, I'm gonna go Method Man. I'm gonna go uh, um, Ghostface Killer. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with anything. And then so. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Rape One. Okay. The Chef for Cuban Link. So like, All right. Yeah. What about you? I agree. I actually agree with you. Agree with you. I think, well, I remember like when Wu Tang first came out, the like RZA, who was obviously sort of overseeing it mm. all, and like he had picked Method Man. He saw, they uh, very early saw Method Man as a breakout star from that yeah. because of his voice and his whole persona and shit. I've got to say, my favorite, uh, Ghostface is my favorite. Yeah. It, it, I just think he's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, he's amazing. It, and like, um, he was rapping about, it. what I love about Ghostface, he's always rapping about pastas I never heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. He's always rapping yeah. about some pasta I never heard. Yeah, yeah. That's a real gangster shit right yeah. there. And like, You're going to give you some angel yeah. hair pasta. I was like, you're and a real player. Like, he'll do like a whole verse about different colorways on yeah. Wallaby. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just like, it sounds fucking incredible. Yeah, and it's all, they're all metaphors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but see, but, that, but again, that's why I'm such a Wu-Tang fan. Yeah. We ain't even spoke about Jizza. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah, though? Yeah, yeah. And Liquid Swords, which yeah, yeah. is a classic. Yes. One of my favourite albums, Liquid yeah, yeah. Swords. And that, that's that's the power of that crew. And and you know, people go, well, you got a master killer. You know, they're not shit. Okay. You God ain't shit. No. Yeah. Master Killer. He is he is <laughs> come on. <laughs> Don't come do on. this to me, Romesh. <laughs> Don't do this to me, bro. Look, look, look. First all of right. all, I first know, of all, okay. I know, I know, I know. Look, Master Killer. <laughs> all right. You just, we got a loud master, innit? Like, he's not, he's not shit. But he's like, you know what it is though? It's like, but the thing is he was, he's not that well known. And he's a very quiet guy. Yes. You know, he doesn't do interviews. I'll, he's he not quite, quiet, I'll, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what? I argue he's not quiet enough. <laughs> 
Yo, that's cold-blooded. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, go, obviously, Master Killer is in the top. Like, you know, no. he's not one of the top members. You know what I'm saying? But then, um, um, you know, like, I would say Capadonna's better than him. Yes. You know, Capadonna. I, I, I like, I actually, like, I really Capadonna like Capadonna. No Hooks album's dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That tune run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, is that a, is great a tune. good song. A great I, I come tune. on stage to that song. Yeah, yeah. When oh, I really? Did, when yeah. I did my tour, I come on yeah. stage to that. Crack bags, heavy on the cash all night. At the drug site, we hung tight. Three o'clock in the night, ounces of blow, dirty kicks. Money gets low in the street, yo. Tough times, nickels that's bigger than dimes. You know the flavor. Roughneck city, ain't nothing sweet, kid. Ain't nothing pretty. New York, we popping the cork on crime. Look at the nine. I'll come and say to Triumph every oh, when I was doing Edinburgh and my director Paul Byrne said to me, he goes, listen man, like I know you like this song, but um, I think it's freaking people out, man. Like it's just, you know, it's just people weren't like getting it. It's funny you say that because like, I, I, I have, um, so when I've been on tour, last time I went on tour, I, I, I basically put together a hip hop playlist mm. right, of like all of my favourite shit to be, uh, to just to get me hyped. And also it's something funny about being in Guildford and the audience are listening to your playlist as they walk in. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I got complaints. Uh, like, um, so there's a song I had on there, Dirty Dyke, Return of the Twat. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty, it's a pretty full on song. Mm. Um, but people, apparently like some of the theatres were getting emailed going, this is not appropriate music for this kind of uh, thing. But you sort of think, but, 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 but it, see, that's the thing is that, but who's decided this appropriateness? The members of the audience members of no but I'm saying though it's like and they go this is not appropriate I know, I know. thing you go well, fuck off I know, I know how do you know how you well the, the thing is I don't know what isn't appropriate about it because I swear in the show there's no worse language in that song than, than there is in the actual show so what is the problem the problem is is because as soon as you hear rapping mm -hmm. That immediately puts well, it on. There's a... more aggression in that track. Yes, I guess so. Yeah, I guess yeah. it feels more offensive because of the way in which. It's yeah, delivered. I guess so. This is song. It's not reality. They're not there. Yeah, they're, they're really... not there, and it's not. It's not reality, man. I just. Yeah. I don't. I. Just, you know. Like there's things in you know there's songs in hip hop where I listen to now and I go woo all right mate you know what I'm saying like I go woo you know you know like uh, you know but yeah. at the same time I, to, to say I'm offended by it yeah, yeah. is a bit of an overstatement you know and there is that thing of choice I think we've lost choice and you know and I defend rap music you know what I'm saying I do defend it in terms of when people say oh it's offensive and it's you know it's this and it's that and how do you defend it what's your argument I think that rap music or art in general is just a reflection of what the society is mm. you know what I'm saying and I think you know does that stuff need to change fuck yeah but the society needs to change yeah, yeah. and it will be reflected in the music you know what I'm saying though but it's like what we're getting there is a viewpoint of a reality that he's seeing yeah do you know what I'm saying though and yeah. that's the reality he sees okay you know uh, what I'm saying? It's not saying it's, it's the viewpoint I agree with, but no, guess when no. I watch a film, I don't agree with the viewpoints of that guy in the film, but it yeah. doesn't mean I can't watch it. Yeah, I agree with you. The counter-argument to that might be uh. that, like, for example, when hip-hop, when gangster rap, mm. like, first exploded, right, the reason it exploded is because it made it to rich white people in the United States okay. and over here, right? Yeah, yeah. And in those songs, they uh, sensationalise the black struggle in the you know in Compton and whatever yeah. is there an argument that there is something very distasteful about the kind of like uh, ghetto porn quality of like mm. somebody that ha you because like they might be reflecting where they come from but it doesn't it's not where I come from do you mm. know what I mean and what I'm saying is I'm listening mm. uh, somebody's listening to that going this is fucking great they're talking about the horrible shit that like mm. do, do you feel like there's any kind of like 
Does that give you any discomfort at all? That the whole concept of that? Or how, I mean, how do you? Um, I won't say discomfort. It, it, there is, there is, there is a sense of it is a weird thing that we've commercialized struggle. Do you know what I'm saying that is a very strange uh, thing that we've come to. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's, if we look, if we backdrop it into other pieces of art forms, like Scarface, that like we're watching a guy become a drug baron and yeah. be a horrible, you know what I'm saying, and, yeah, and, yeah. and sell and sell poison to people. But we sit there and go, it's get you and, yeah, and, yeah. and there is that thing of like, oh. But now we're looking at it through this guy who says this is actually his actual real life. Yeah. yeah. But the, guess what, bruv? That guy lives in the mansion. That guy's so far removed <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. from the struggle. Yeah, yeah. That it is become a movie. Yeah. yeah. And the things he's talking about, like, is, you know, say even if that guy has killed one person. Yeah. Not all of his songs are about that one person he killed. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about killing everyone else. Yeah. Like Ghostface Killer did a whole album about him as a ghost yeah, yeah. come back and killed the mafia. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying though? And it and it has reflection of the, the struggle. Do you know what I'm saying though? So it's that weird thing of like saying, there, yeah. it's, it's a hyper it's a hyper version of it. Yeah, I mean the and, idea, I think, I think and it is uncomfortable. But you know, what I'm saying time at the same time is 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 it, it's it's being uh, 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 it's commercial for a reason. You know, what I'm saying, and if I think if people can make some money off it, I ain't hating on it. Oh yeah, I don't blame people for yeah, doing it. I mean, I totally get it. But like people pay like to go on tours in Brazil, they'll go and pay to go and see the favelas in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know, I probably that I yeah I didn't want to do it. But I guess even if it, is, I guess because the argument for that is that it doesn't, it's not a real reality. But even if it was their real reality, is that that bad? No, we got, we got, yeah. But yeah. the thing is, we got, we do have a, we have a fascination of the other yeah. side. That's why there's so many docs of locked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So many docs of gang life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banged up. We have a fascination with it. Yeah. And we have a because, and you know, another point of it is, is a lot of the cool shit comes out from there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? There's something about struggle. Mm. And then sort of when people have money, the same way why, you know, why is it that all these drug dealers are wearing uh, Burberry? It's because they see it as that's the step up. You know what I'm saying? They see that's the capitalistic yeah. um, um, sort of goals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think I think there's, 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 there's more underlining sadness to that uh, um, um, sort of uh, music that I think people miss and I think that's sad yeah. you know what I'm saying people don't actually see the sadness in it like, yeah, yeah. You know, we're listening to about a guy who has to sell drugs to survive and, and he's been told that his trainers give him a self worth yeah, yeah. and I find that more interesting and yeah, fascinating yeah. Than, uh, you know, but, and, but it's sad that other people probably don't pick up on that you know? the whole thing about excellence from struggle mm. is something that I think I, I, I found like I sort of worry because my, my parents struggled mm. and sometimes I wonder if I would have still been a comedian if my parents hadn't have gone through that struggle that they went through, you know, mm. because like they fell on really hard times. And then, and now I look at my kids and I think these little pricks are going to be mediocre <laughs> as shit because like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I, you sort of go, how can... They, they, not One of them's not going to be a good boxer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to be, like he's not going to be a rapper, mate. you got yeah. a DS. <laughs> you got a DS. <laughs> <laughs> you got DS, bro. You ain't gonna be the rapper, bro. You ain't got bars. But um, you know, but then at the same time, but, but then the genre has changed a lot. Where you know, look at the guys like Little Zan, Little yes. Pump, Little 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 Little. Yeah, yeah. middle class kids. Yeah, and then they're they're, they're rapping. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know, I you know, I, I think there's space for all of it. I think because people do get really purist about rap, and I do as well I don't listen to that other stuff yeah. I, just, I just personally don't like it it's are you talking about that. the mumble shit yeah I mean like you know like if there's a Migos song yeah sure I'll listen to it on the radio yeah. but I'm not going out and buying it or Gucci Mane I'm not, it's just not for me and yeah. I, do you know what I'm saying and because uh, there's that weird thing of like you know it's sort of like I heard 50 Cent say it once 
where sort of backpack rap, where it was conscious backpack rap, has sort of went to hipster rap. And now it's sort of gone back to conscious rap. Yeah. Where you got like J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, sort of putting conscious rap back into it. But then the the sort of opposite of that is is drivel. Yes. You know, but then at the same time, it's you know that's that's what kids want because it did you hear did you read that article recently? There's an article. I, I think it might have been. I don't know what quote it was inspired of, but it was like somebody was arguing that mumble rap needs to be separated as a genre from the rest of hip hop because it's too shit to be. But then it's just, but the, do you know what I fear sometimes when I talk about mumble rap that I'm going to end up sounding like that old dude, the old guy. Yeah, I know. Because the thing is, that's what yeah. kids like. Yeah, yeah. And it's, who am I to tell? It's not it's for us. Not, it's literally not for you. It's, yeah. it's not for made me, for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not made it's for, for us. So, yeah. yeah. So in fact, the idea that we might like it is probably so offensive <laughs> yeah, yeah. to the people making yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fucking, I've got to mumble more and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, make yeah, this yeah. more indiscernible to this yeah, fucking yeah, arsehole. Yeah, yeah. you know I mean? yeah, I mean, but the, you know, it's just, it's just that, listen, do I want it to go back to company flow? Yeah. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that stuff, like, listen, we can, you know, we could do, we can all go, and I'm not even as old as you guys, but I just oh, have I that. Yeah. <laughs> but I just like that older yeah. stuff. Well, when you go fucking this to me, guys, you're a little jumped up piece of shit. You don't, yeah. know, you don't know the history. Yeah. Do you know one guy I'm really feeling right now in the UK rap cool. though is because uh, I want to because when you asked when you sent the questions I was like I want to talk to some about you is Cass is dead you yeah, know, yeah, Cass yeah, is dead yeah, yeah, yeah. that dude yeah I'm spitting sick yeah sweets got me feeling sick yeah that is good I'm strictly drugs and drink up fifty fifty split shit I used to be a skinny little chicken shit yeah total three sixty quick up bet you don't catch me sinner that that's probably some of the best rap shit I've heard. Yeah, it's amazing, but he's also got an aggressively anti-publicity start. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, he wears a mask and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so anti-publicity, it's become publicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about yeah. doom. Yeah, what yeah, doom yeah. does. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Even though we can't, we all know what doom looks like. But yeah, uh, yeah no. But that, like that, I, I was listening to like some of Cass's dead mixtape, and because for a long time, because like the thing is, what happened? It, so, uh, I feel like I'm talking way too much. I'm sorry. No, no, but, um, that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it, 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 it works good yeah. for the medium. <laughs> they hear from us. Another dishwasher story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, what happened was when so grime, grime was out, and I was big into the grime. And then grime kind of went away, mm. and what happened was is dudes either went to UK rap when it was sort of like gigs and all that type of stuff or dudes went to uh, dubstep yeah. and, sort of, and I went to dubstep yeah. like I went to more uh, I was trying to keep that that sound going and listening to that type of music and going to the dubstep raves and stuff and had what is it. a dubstep rave like because to me yeah. it, in my head yeah it just feels too intense for even. Yeah, but that was what do you. I would go to. I, I like the dubstep that the bass would melt my face. <laughs> I, do you, do you, if I went to a dubstep rave and it was in South London. It was in Cable on my 21st birthday. And I swear to God, my hearing in my uh, right ear isn't the same <laughs> from that day. <laughs> You stood like right by the speaker, bro. I was, I was, <laughs> in, I was inside it. the speaker, bro. And it just, it was just the energy of that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I just remember, like, you know, and it was obviously, you know, there was MDMA going around at that mm. time. I'm, a, I'm a bit old for that, but I did go to one. I remember like not being off my face. You went and, to a dubstep, right? Yeah, and I, and I wasn't off my face, right? And I remember I was, but I was quite close to the what speaker. What did you add? Like a little bit of cheese and wine before you went? Just MDMA. <laughs> yeah. Cheese and wine. Yeah, a bit of cheese and some pork, but no, I. I remember like, you know, I, I was dancing. I won't show you, but I was dancing. And I remember there was just a guy masturbating on stage, like right to my, like look around, just fucking yeah, wanking yeah. away. And then somebody, then somebody next to you was just looking going, that's dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> that's the live. True story. Yeah, but I yeah, I remember like, I was, him off. Um, yeah, I finished him off. <laughs> he was struggling, the that's poor guy. That's dubstep. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but then yeah, so everyone went dubstep, and then uh, and then when UK rap, then dubstep kind of went away. Then UK rap, and I, you know, and I like UK rap, but I sort of like I'm still I still like the South London posse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Rodney yeah. B, like and Skinny Man. Like I was into that UK rap, and I just I I I, I don't mind hearing about drug dealing and, and that yeah. kind of stuff. Like I was, you know, I'm into that. Uh, uh, Aren't we all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I find, get what you're saying. Yeah, 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 I find some entertainment in that. Uh, but I, I, you know, I just I, I found a little bit too much about your clothes. Yeah. Uh, too much about. And then when Cass's Dead came out, and he was talking about drug dealing. Yeah. But he was talking about it in a different way. He's talking about it in a way of. Uh, and it's with humour and stuff, but it, there is some sadness and struggle to it, and and there was something about it, like you know, what I mean, like he, when I first heard these song uh, Cheeseboard, and uh, they start when he's saying, um, you know, uh, his chick's mad because she's cut, he's, he's cutting the lemon with a bread knife. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying like it's just like it just gutter. Do you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. it was like it was really and it was more honest because it wasn't like I'm a millionaire from selling coke. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like I'm selling coke. Yeah, yeah, but I'm still broke. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's because you know, like I grew up with dudes that were drug dealing. And that was more reality. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Their girlfriends would be mad at them because they were cutting, yeah, they were yeah. trying to cut lemon skunk with a bread knife. Do you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, that was a real reality. And it kind of, you know, and I've, I found that more appealing. Yeah. So that's why I like it. Cass is dead. Hey, man, what's your favourite hip-hop album? Tell us, what is your favourite hip-hop album? Ah, oh, man. Because I'm going to go, I'm going to go uh, Jizz of Liquid Swords. Holy fucking shit. Is that why? Is that bad? No? I slayed them seeds back in the rec room era. My style broke motherfucking backs like him for terror. Most rap niggas came loud but unheard. Once I pulled out, ground them off to the nearest third. Check these non-visual niggas with tapes and a portrait. Flood the seminar trying to orbit this corporate in the street. But what them niggas can't see must break through like the woo unexpectedly. Protect you never had that before? You never had me? No, go on. Why? Or, or MFU Mad Villain. Oh. Well, that's less controversial but yeah. just, just Liquid Swords is not controversial but greatest album of all time is like I guess uh, why do you like Liquid Swords so much? Uh, samples and when I first heard it it was that real um, 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 it was that it was what him and MF Doom Jizz and MF Doom made the reason it's my favourite album they've got similar qualities in similar qualities yeah. and I remember when I first heard them I didn't get it yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, that's his shit. And yeah. I realized I was just dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And then when you really listen to what they're saying, you go, this is, these guys are yeah. geniuses. Well, I would say MF Doom and Jizza are two of the rappers where you could listen to a track you've been listening to for six months. And find something new. Yeah. Yeah, I've, 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 got, I've, I've, I've got MF Doom ring on. That's how much I, I yeah, love yeah. to do, man. Like, I, 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 I yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm way too geeky for this. Even this hip hop podcast, when she's looking at me like, mate, it's a yeah. bit fucking much. This guy, I've only just clocked it. Yeah, I got MF Doom you ring. You got a fucking MF Doom yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm about, I'm, I'm, I'm deep. Where the fuck did you get that? I got this, do you know what? I got this at a sneaker festival when the guy didn't know what it was. Really? And he was just like, oh, it's a mask ring. And I was like, that's a fucking MF Doom ring, right? <laughs> and I was just like, all right. I said, like, how much do you want for that piece of shit? And he was like, oh, give me a fiver for and I was like, yeah, yeah whatever. And I've had people <laughs> offer me money for this ring. It's great, man. It's a, yeah. But um, it's a, yeah. I thought you meant ringtone when you said that. I thought no. that's old school. No, I've got MF Doom. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine he loved hip hop so much that <laughs> he was using something from 15 <laughs> years ago <laughs> to represent it? Yeah. But yeah. I still listen to mini discs. That's how much I fucking love hip hop. <laughs> I just walk around with a vinyl player with headphones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, and it's, it's like there are, and, and people, you know, when I say Jizz and Liquid Swords, they go, yeah, but this bit of And there is, you know, like Thirsty Chamber is probably a better combination album. But it's just emotionally for that time. When yes. I heard that yeah, song, yeah. I actually felt I'm not like an idiot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I actually knew that I was you know you know, I had to read some books to understand it and uh, but MF Doom Mad Villain I think the beat selection alone is is some of the you know yeah 
Look, we're almost out of time, um, and I think we'll have to have you back, man, because you've obviously got loads more to Yeah, talk sorry, about. I'm nerded, I'm nerded no, out. No, it's good. That's time. exactly what we need. Yeah. Um, but I do want to ask you about something that came up, because we send uh, people just like a little questionnaire, simple mm. questionnaire, and one of the things that stuck out to me, and mm. I don't know where you stand on this, mm. is, is Kendrick Lamar overrated? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So, do you have an opinion? Do you have a strong yeah, yeah, opinion? Yeah, yeah, Well, I mean... Oh. Great if he put it down and had no opinion on yeah, it yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, uh, no, no, sorry. No, <laughs> 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 I, I didn't know your feelings. Though. That's why I put down multiple ones. I put one, right. Andre, Andre 3000 still is, is the yeah, best. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, I don't think he's overrated. Okay. Right? I think he's... I, I Do I think he's the best ever? No. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? I think yeah. people see him as the best ever because he's the best now. And I think he's such a. Why do you think he is the best now? What What is it about Kendrick Lamar makes him best now? Because us, I saw. We've talked about this in the podcast. Yeah. But I saw him at the O2 recently. How was it? It was incredible, it was right? Good, yeah. But I don't like the Pimper Butterfly though. Well, that we talked about this in the yeah. I, I don't, I don't like the album. But you know, um, what struck me about that gig was that he. Had, I mean, he's a megastar. Mm. I mean, I'm not talking about amongst hip hop fans. I'm talking about he's a pop star. Yeah. Yeah. How the fuck did that happen? I mean, what, why do you think that is? I think uh, uh, I think beat selection is one of the main ones. And, he's, right. and he writes great hooks. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? He, he, Swimming pools simple. is just insane. Yeah, and it, and the thing is, he's done that thing that Lupe Fiasco couldn't do. And I love Lupe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's ain't shitting on Lupe, but Lupe Fiasco couldn't make conscious rap commercial enough. Yeah, yeah. And well, he did it in the first album, and then it went... And you've, then it got, went you've got very strong Lupe feelings. I love no, Lupe's I, great, yeah, yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is that shit didn't sustain. No, you're right. And yeah. the thing is, you know, because the thing is, you know, he, he grew dreads. Yes. And... and went too conscious for people and people yeah. were like yeah alright Lupe we like you still just say but go go gadget more yeah yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> and, um, but Kendrick has managed to maintain and what he does musically is so different like he he sort of has the sort of thing of and I'm using really uh, um, 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 I'm stretching here for the metaphors um, and, and sort of relations uh, but it's sort of that weird thing of like when Cannibal Ox did that first album yeah. and it was that weird ass beats yeah. that no one weren't spitting on those type yeah, of beats yeah. and it was like what the okay I'm listening because it's that and he sort of has the lyricism of 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 um you know, of 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 like some of the greatest lyricists. You know, we can you know to, to Nas. He has the lyricism of Nas, but then he's also got um, um, really interesting videos. You know, and he just all came together. And I think he just does something so different to what anyone else is doing. And well, you know what I'm saying? Because he's a better rapper than Ke uh, uh, Kanye West. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? He picks better beats than Nas. Yeah. You know, he just does everything yeah, just a little yeah. bit, and he's so and he's good at all those things that he just came together. And I think he's, uh, and I think it became this, yeah. this sort of mega thing. His voice, no is, his voice, just the vocal tone of his yeah. voice is incredible. And the change and that little thing of like when he has the conversation with himself, yeah, yeah. and it does that really weird yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it just, it does something about it. Okay, listen to Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if anyone else done that, you'd be like, oh, this is some shit, bro. But like, when he does, you go, all right, I'm digging yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? And uh, but the other thing about that is. Is like that is a risk. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That it's is a, a risk. risk. Yeah. And so, like, so the, the, it, what your reaction there, where you go, that because that could have been people going, what the fuck yeah. is he doing? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That is a risk. But he was willing to roll the dice. He, on he, it, he rolled the dice, and he, and and you know, and it's just even like because um, he would do that. So you have that type of song, yeah. where it's like that, and then uh, you have the sort of clubby, more banger song, um, like Money Trees. Yeah, you know. But then, you know, Black Boys, that song Black Boy, uh, when he's talking about like, he lists like the three people that he yeah. grew up with. Yeah, yeah. People from Compton, he was like, you know, they have gone. 
So now I feel like I can't go. Yeah. And that's like powerful. And then yeah. he's got that one, because I think uh, his first album was great. And I, yes. don't, mean, I don't mean Section 80. Because yeah. people, Section 80 is actual uh, first album. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're talking about Good Kid, Mad People, City. People say that so that they show that they were damn yeah, yeah. when he was K-Dot yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah we get it alright but guess what that wasn't as good as fucking good kid Man City alright even his record label um, TDE Top Dog Entertainment yeah. they've got some fucking amazing artists yeah, yeah. Schoolboy Q yeah, yeah. yeah like it's all gangster but yeah, not gangster yeah, yeah. And it's well, it's funny you said it because like Schoolboy Q, when I first sort of saw the imagery around him, yeah. I thought, I ain't going to like this. Yeah. And then I fucking listened to Bro, it. And I was like, he's got some tunes, <laughs> that Hoover song. Find a nigga realer than me, my socks stink. Eat so much pussy that my mustache pink. Strap in my pants, sink, no need for a belt. Gangsta lean help, hoodie on backwards with the eyes cut out. My hate felt, my 45 elder, poetry's deep. I never fail ya, schoolboy bust flame. Orange, yellow, how you did? Margella, since a young nigga, I admired the crack sellers. See my uncle still from his mother. And it's him, schoolboy Q, you got J Rock. Yeah. Who I love J J Rock is, and he ain't released album because he's too gangster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, him and they got Ishar Rashad, who I yeah. think is amazing. Mate. He's so good. Have man. you heard um, the Civic mixtape? No, I haven't. Oh, dude. This, the, the Civic mixtape? <laughs> Stop it. Listen, I'm ending this podcast. You ain't seen the fucking... No, the Civic mixtape, yeah, yeah. Is, is like... It's a little mixtape he made independently. Yeah. And it's just goddamn ridiculous. Man. Yeah. And the beats are good yeah. as well, which is rare when you've got these sort of independent projects. But um, it's so so good, and um, then you got Scissor as well. Scissor signed there. Like, so I've been listening to Scissor a lot. Right? Yeah, you like Scissor? I'm a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. That Kendrick's verse on I think it's Doves. The track's called. Okay. But the track's all about pussy. Yeah. 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 That's, um, that yeah, Kendrick on that is yeah. unbelievable. Do you? Yeah, do you? This, this is a little theorem I'm going to throw out there. Okay, go on. Before we go. All right. Uh, do you think Andre 3000 could have been what Kendrick is now if he would have actually rapped? Because if we look at this the archetype, right? And Andre 3000 is just, I mean, he's probably a little bit better lyrically than Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know. It, when, when Andre 3000. And creative. And when he's creative, Andre 3000 you know? runs a verse, yeah. it is something to this behold. Is, this, is, this is how good. Andre 3000 is at rapping, right? There's a song with Divine Council. Yeah. Uh, and, it's, it's, and the Divine Council, one of the, I love that rap name as well, Divine Council. I don't know why. I'm really into that sort of uh, 5% of shit. By the way, did you buy the Dungeon Family album? No. You, so that album, I don't know anyone, it's so fucking good, man. Okay. Just all, anyway, out. that's my... But, um, so yeah, so Divine Council, right? Yeah. And when you listen to Andre 3000's bars, he tells his whole story in like 32 bars. Hold that bitch down like a gurney. Hypothermia, deep ocean journey, and some pink turning green. Warning, warning. I woke up in the morning, my clothes are torn and shredded pieces, purple pants, Narnia. Hard to find even in California. I was hornier than incredible Hulk in a federal coat while the deputy spoke in a flirty tone. Dirty song. Crazy. Yeah. And, you know, and him on that Rick Ross tune, uh, 16 bars ain't enough. Yeah. It just, it, I've never heard him spit a bad verse. Yeah. And I think that even because creatively, he's such a good rapper. This is this was in the early 2000s when rap was still very macho and there was very a defined thing of what masculine is, right? And and he would go to he went to he went to a hip hop award show wearing a dress and no one said anything. Yeah. Just, just, yeah, just, yeah. Just, do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. No one said anything. Yeah. No one sent a diss track for him. Yeah. <laughs> no one bro, they're like Andre 3000 is doing that cool. 
Yeah, I haven't thought That's of that. how I fucking good that. he yeah. is as a rapper. And I yeah. think that if he would have rapped, I think he could have been... Because we, I think rap music-wise, we were waiting for a Kendrick. We were waiting for the guy who raps good, has good music videos. And I think that that's why Kendrick was so big. Is he filled that place yeah. of the guy. We wanted to hear some real shit, but we want to hear some funky shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we want to see some good shit. Well, it's it? a combination of... Con- yeah, you're right. It's a combination of consciousness and musical yeah. excellence yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. which is sort of you know like you sort of it's like why people want Talib Kweli to be a better artist than he actually is do you yeah. know what I mean because he's, saying he's, sort of go, he's talking about the sort of thing that I want to be listening to yeah. but it just doesn't hit that much no because I mean? the beat That's, selection says okay, yeah. I think I think beat selection is so underrated yeah, yeah plug one plug two guest plugs for you uh, right, listen, uh, Jamali, yeah. it's all my, we got to wrap up. Yeah, man. sorry, man, sorry. No, no, you've been a brilliant, down, brilliant guest. Um, but um, we need to ask you uh, what you're up to. What can we look out for from you? I'm doing a tour. Uh, What's it, is a tour called Vape Lord? Yeah. Why? I just wanted to call it Vape Lord. <laughs> I, just, cause it, I, just, I, just, I just really wanted to call it something dumb. And the dude, some people, and like the photo is me looking serious. But it's all no, dumb. I like the photo. And it's just you dumb. vaping? Yeah, it's just dumb. Yeah. And people, people say, I've been called Vape Fag so much. Really? Like people mess me you go fucking vape fag like they really get mad wow. they think I'm that's being serious that's a weird thing to get annoyed yeah they, get, they think I'm being serious like they actually think I'm like vaping so cool and like, yeah, I was mentioning back saying yeah but you hating because you ain't got a vape <laughs> <laughs> and like but um, it's called Vape Lord uh, I'm doing like a bunch of dates Europe I'm doing some America dates um, and they're getting dropped soon but if you just go to my website www.jamalimadras.com mailing list and I won't spam you with bullshit it'll just be my comedy dates and stuff like that so sign up and then uh, come see me man sweet uh, <laughs> Ben you got anything you want to plug? no uh, cool Jamali you've been amazing thank, thank you, you so, so much. much my brother peace even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.